transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That worked. <coughs> Diary of warning. Diary of warning. <coughs> <laughs> that worked real good. Okay, shit. <laughs> did we decide on a title? <coughs> I we hate did. this album. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, what did we call this? Further under review? Further reviewing <laughs> under. Repending review? Oh, yeah. Repending? Pending? Depending. Depending. Dependent review. Pending review. Uh, how's it going, corn dogs? This is your boy, Yellow Teeth. We've got Jasper, J Money, and we have Emmett. Snotty Nose. Snotty Nose. We are going to bring together uh, a review today of an album that we all had to listen to over the last three days. Whitechapel's new album, Kin. But before we... <laughs> Before we get to that, uh, has anybody been listening to any music lately? Anybody had uh, anybody had some good shit this week? Oh yeah, man! I just found this really cool band. It's called Dusty Hill. Dusty Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, you know they're out of like Chile. Oh shit! Some yeah. Latin flavor, nice. Real south of the border, hard rocking. Yeah, hard rocking south of the border. Yeah, that's that's the Spicy. only rocking I do south yeah. of the border. Uh, Dusty Hill, what does Dusty Hill sound like? Dusty Hill kind of sounds like. Uh, a little bit like Led Zeppelin, a little bit like uh, Damn Stevie Ray Vaughan. Damn. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. That's a lot. That's a lot of flavor. I yeah. uh, I've been listening to this guy. Um, we'll call him like Americana, probably, or like more in like a. If you're a fan of Wilco, for fans of Wilco, F O F Wilco. Yeah. Um. Uh, Mick Flannery. Mick, yeah, Mick Flannery's got some good stuff out there. He really does. I heard he showed me some of it today. Yeah. Tons of plays. Yeah, we'll... Uh, Sounds great. We'll link all these artists in uh, the description so you can find them on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, they are all real and very fantastic. <laughs> Emmett, what about you, bud? Oh, man. I, uh, I've been not on the same train as you guys. I've been uh, balls deep in Oliver Tree. Hard. Uh, I love that. I love his new record so much. I love his new fucking record. Yeah, I'm starting to actually find people at work that are into him too. They've been finding him through like uh, podcasts and different stuff that we listen to. He did that Jake Paul shit recently. Yeah, he's uh, been on Logan Paul, whatever. H three, H three, a handful of times. (laughs) Yeah, the Uh, biggest vape. And all all the music videos just keep showing up on like people's playlists. So I threw it in my car, like on his all of his complete. Uh, collection on Spotify and that uh, yeah a few people are like holy shit do you listen to this guy I'm like I'm like, I, I'm un, yeah. uh, pleasantly uh, obsessed with this guy yeah, so. he's got great music so, that's, and anybody that Radiohead endorses I'm you know all about and he blows all the money he makes back into music so which makes me happy it's fucking wonderful yeah. Jinko jeans for life <laughs> go turbo scooter gang I've definitely heard it hanging out with you recently uh, it's, it's such good pop music. It really is. Yep. I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, there's also, uh, weren't you telling me about a guy earlier? Uh, what was his name? J- uh, J- J- uh, oh, yeah, the ambient guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jameson Nathaniel Jones. 
Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, beautiful soundscapes. Yeah. Absolutely. It reminded me of uh, that scene from The Office where Gabe is like, imagine a soundscape or a, a, a single note stretched throughout time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Warm synth tones. Yep. Really. Very really, warm. Like, they might be modular. Yeah. Well, they might would you, be. Would you yeah. say it's kind of like a large, like beastly type of a tone? Maybe, maybe a little curly at the top end? <laughs> I would absolutely yeah. say that. Mustached from time to time. Yeah. Um, definitely soundscapey. Big, big fan. There was that piano guy too. I've been kicking around like uh, this dude who kind of makes ambient noises and like compositions on piano. His name's Jake Bug. Oh. He's been holding yeah. it down lately. Yeah. Um, I think as he's far been as around for a little while. A little bit. I think since the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, making some good good rocking music yeah good um, I fucking agree with that I think we should get right into the White Chapel album does every, does everybody uh, also check those artists out they're all real and fantastic um, link in the description <laughs> so we uh, we had a worksheet to fill out does everybody have their notes in front of them um, yours is on your phone mine's huh? recording yeah do you remember your notes because I have a fuck ton of notes yeah yeah you have a fuck ton of notes we can forego the recording if you need your notes oh yeah i didn't write any notes down so you didn't write any notes that's fine they're they're all up in here i got plenty of bullshit to say about this okay (laughs) i had slightly less time this was uh i just heard the album for the first time yesterday so i've had two full listens and maybe one uh pretty select listen through today like checking out a few songs i noted yeah all right does anybody want to give their, uh, just for people that know, this album is titled Kin. Uh, it's by the band Whitechapel. Uh, they've got three guitar players, Ben Savage, Alex Wade, Zach Householder, which is a badass name. Bass player Gabe Crisp, also a great fucking name. Oh, yeah. uh, drums on this album was actually kind of hard to find because they just lost their longtime drummer, um, uh, who's been a, a member of the band since the origin. And so they had a guy named Brandon Zaki. That was the credit I could find for drumming on this record. And then, of course, everybody's favorite tunnel throat motherfucker, Phil Bozeman on vocals. Um, so does anybody have an initial take? Um, I think Alex Rudinger might have been the drummer. Alex, it was. It was Alex Rudinger. Yeah, yeah so for, for sure. So I think he was part of the... He was touring for the last probably two or three years with them. He started. He's been playing with them off and on forever. I thought he was original for some reason. Um, I'm, he's he so good. Be. He's been around for a while, but so uh, good. he wasn't ever like part of the band. But he definitely wrote all of the drums uh, for the last album and I think part of the the previous album. And you okay. can, yeah, you can definitely hear it in uh, his YouTube uh, tutorials or his playthroughs compared to what you hear in the album so for sure that's probably one of the only exciting things i got to listen to on this album (laughs) (laughs) so uh, what about you jasper uh for me as far as just like first takes with it i was not a fan of the drumming at all i think (laughs) that i don't know i hadn't heard them since like their first couple of releases so Mm -hmm. i didn't really care for the drum tone all that much for sure uh yeah mixed it's a real Real mixed bag Real on mixed this bag. one. Yeah. Uh, I think that my, like, the end of it will give how I really feel. I mean, I, I think this is a wonderful record. I think it's great. Uh, but I've got a lot of shit to say about it. Um, I found it, like, extremely mid-tempo. Like, very mid-tempo. Nothing, yeah. barely any blast beats. 
barely, like not a whole lot of dynamics. They kind of stuck to the center of the road. And I was kind of bummed out about that. But all in all, I thought the record had some absolute bangers on it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Definitely some good tracks on there, but I don't think ever, like the whole entire track was good. It would be just certain sections, like part part of like an intro would be super good, and then it kind of fade out as time went on. It seems like they would write one riff and then make that good, and everything else is just kind of fluff. To quote, like, to uh, to quote myself, what I wrote down was melodic and mid tempo, heavy Nickelback. Progressed from the last album, which I really liked. I really liked the last album is what I mean by that. Phil is a great singer, and the band expands on the deathcore genre into new territory. Parentheses, even if it is shitty territory. Yeah. By my opinion. Right? Fair, like, right. Yeah, like, no. Uh, I definitely have some, you know, bands to tie it to. Like, uh, there's some parts that remind me of 311, like in the song Orphan. He's just going on. Also, it's just another song complaining about his parents. It's like, oh. maybe Three Days Grace can be this guy's legal guardian. <laughs> we'll touch on the lyrics later, man, for sure. We'll, that, that'll be a big part of what's coming up. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's a, they're hard to ignore. Mm-hmm. Not being, some, being somebody who doesn't really pay attention to lyrics all that often. Like when they're... They're hard to ignore on this record. Yeah. Yeah, awful. Yeah, uh, that's actually the next thing I have. Is uh, the lyrics are so bad in and in quotes. Look into the eyes of a lost boy. Uh, I think that's like the second or third song, Lost Boy. Uh, I believe that was their first single that they teased for the record, and uh, I couldn't even take it seriously. I just like Phil. What are you doing, bro? Like, are you kidding me? I wonder if he stopped writing. Li- okay, so that was another thing that I had written down. Um, the last album, which I fucking, I've never been a Whitechapel fan. I don't care. And when I saw them do something completely different, and everybody in their genre was shitting on it, uh, like when Def Heaven released Sunbather, everybody in black metal and heavy metal was like, "You're gay, boo!" And that's what people were doing to Whitechapel when they released. Loser, their- you're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? <laughs> well, you shit me because you are. <laughs> fucking right and so uh, I I thought well fuck I'll, I'll give it a shot I liked Sunbather people hated that mm-hmm. and fucking loved it so let's let's give the valley a listen and I was pleasantly surprised with how fucking good it was yeah uh, super yeah. I, I actually re-listened to it today <clears throat> that's one of the things this record made me do was uh, listen to albums that are actually good in this genre I'm very hungry for more music <laughs> absolutely yeah. I yeah, I don't necessarily like the way they uh, blend the genres and kind of takes. What genres would you say they're blending though? Like two thousands kind of radio metal, like something kind of like the Deftones, but like with real bad shoegaze. <laughs> like you heard bad. shoegaze on this record in the guitars and in some like in between tracks. Huh. Like. Uh, or the beginning of Antikir, it's very. Oh God, I. That's one of the my least favorite songs in that fucking album. We're not there it's, yet. We're uh, not there yet. We're not there yet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about my least favorite. But as far as that tone goes, I, I would consider it lazy gent. Like, like yeah. It's like you've got you've got the seven string, you've got the power behind it, you've got the, uh, the melodicness, but it's just you don't have any power. It's just like lazy using your A string drop like a lot of chugs so many chugs and it's like it's not a a crisp chug it's a long drown out chug like you don't know how to end a song yeah I do kind of like that though 
They have some uh, good like, jump scares. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like kind of, yeah, like apathetic, farty, low end. Just when Frank Reynolds is uh, trying to fuck his, like, his, uh, so, like, a brother or a cousin's wife. The cousin just died. His uncle died or some shit like that. And his wife is up for grabs because she's single. So Frank Reynolds is trying to fuck her and he's standing outside her house talking to Rob McElmenny or whatever <laughs> and he's fucking is chugging the beers and he just <laughs> starts vomiting like foam into his mouth like a fountain. It feels like this That's is what... what like, uh, M- uh, Machine Gun Kelly, this is what he wants to be is this fucking band. Like, but he can't... <laughs> it's like no, his, his vocals are so much better than Machine Gun Kelly. His laziness on his, uh, uh, his fucking scream is... Yeah, it's pretty much what Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly, Kelly wants... Scream? He has a, a moan, a moany growl. Huh. He like, I feel like this is what he huh. wants to be. But if you'll probably see those two fucking artists blend, the White Chapel, Machine oh, Gun soon. Kelly, uh, it, you're gonna see stuff like that because everything is getting lazy from the breakdowns to the production value to the vocals. He doesn't want to scream a whole lot, and if he does scream, it's kind of mid tone. He doesn't have the range, like. Yeah. It's like you, you don't have any highs, you don't have any lows. It's just kind of like that job for a cowboy bark after they their first EP. I'll tell you what, I would put Phil Bozeman and Corey Taylor in a ring and have them duke it out with their vocals to see who could do better. Because I'm pretty sure Phil Bozeman would annihilate every single pop metal singer or vocalist that's out there, including like Five Finger Death Punch, Slipknot. Uh, John Davis, even from Corn. I think there's a lot of vocalists that, that claim to be heavy metal that Phil could just pfft, fucking bury real quick. If but it, I don't know if he wasn't so suicidal in his lyrics. I, I think uh, I, I think he'd be a very comparable like like with his range and his from his old stuff into his singing and his new stuff. Like, yeah, he's obviously extremely sad or caught up in being a depressed fuck boy. Being yeah. like being in an opium den, smoking the opium den. Going back to where we came from. What the fuck does that mean? Rip out your eyes so you don't have to see me. Like, come <laughs> yeah. the fuck on, my guy. It's or like dig beyond, out your eyes or some shit. Yeah, beyond emo. I think he's. I think he's suicidal, but it doesn't want to come out unless it's mainstream. Yeah. So that's where they're working towards. I definitely don't want to get to. Uh, okay, so we're on reasons to hate or like it, right? I've got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got reasons. No, I do too. Uh, do you want to go first? Reasons to hate or like it. Uh, wait, have we covered? We haven't done favorite track. Favorite track. Oh God, uh, what was it? Once what? What we were once or that were uh, the ones that made us? Yeah, like the they have a, a solid riff that I get excited for, like right in the beginning, and then it just fade fade out. It didn't happen. Yeah, it, it was like yeah. a lesson in the beginning. Like there was one riff that you would like, and everything else was just kind of. Junk. I think it kind of reminded me of Born of Osiris too. But there's there's a few of those licks and songs that were like that. Mm-hmm. What about you? <clears throat> I think my favorite. I mean, the first track was good, but like, I don't know. I guess kind of unmemorable yeah. in a way. So I think like to the wolves was probably my next favorite on there. Yeah, it's one of mine too. It's still pretty cool. Uh, but like. The vocal production is terrible. Oh, yeah. And the snare drum sounds like a marching snare recorded <laughs> from, like, down a hallway. Yeah. Uh, and also, there's, like, a 
a second guitar solo that comes in at the end of the song, and it's just way the fuck out of place. <laughs> <laughs> just like Guns N' Roses after all this shit. It I, makes no sense. Uh, but all that considered, it's probably still my favorite. For sure. My, I had to, mine split. Uh, my favorite songs were Anti-Care <laughs> and To the Wolves. I thought those were the two best songs on the record. Uh, and I also quote o- Orphan later because I also like that song. But uh, I think that uh, Anti-Cure is a very good song. I I enjoy. I think it was the least cringe lyrics. Um, I can't remember right now, but it, don't do it into the mic. Fuck it. We party here. Uh, so I, I, Anti-Cure was great. I, I put it. Yeah, right, brother. Light them up. And uh, uh that's my butt. It, I can't listen to anything on this album without without fucking like going back to the valley cuz that record's really fucking good. And um I believe Hickory Hickory Falls like not Hickory Farms. <laughs> <laughs> Hickory Creek yeah, uh, yeah. was the 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 slow ballad on the last record which was far superior than Anti-Cure, but I that song was better than anything on this other record, but I, it kind of had a similar mentality where it would fade out kind of like as far as having strong powerfulness and then just kind of just lose its tone. <laughs> I'm I'm going to yeah, skip ahead yeah. real fast to part of my final summation. Uh they got ripped open for their last record ripped the fuck open people hated it and instead of returning to the original form of Whitechapel they said fuck you fuck all you stupid dumbass fans and they did whatever they they went even harder into the five finger dad punch universe and that's punk rock well fucking dingus (laughs) they sold out some bitch nobody's buying it though everybody hates them it's totally that five finger death punch. It sounds like the drums are something that really like I got hung up on, sounding like Kill Switch Engage. Yeah, just like I like the vocals. I like the vocals in their old music, but the production, just like the guitars are still kind of like boomy and dark, but everything else is like really crisp. Yeah, and just like the whole thing feels disjointed and like it just gets worse as it goes on. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a Ross Robinson record. Because Ross Robinson is like known for just destroying like new death core bands, oh, like shit. Suicide Silence. Is that the guitar player from Killswitch? Nope. Ross Robinson. No, that's Adam. Adam. Uh, Ross Robinson is the guy that's known for recording Corn and Limp Bizkit and Le- uh, not Linkin Park. Uh, uh, fucking Deftones. And then in the two thousands, fucking Suicide Silence started fucking with them because they're such big Corn fans. Yeah. And then Ross Robinson just became this big thing in the death core scene because everybody grew up on Corn and those fucking bands. <laughs> and so I would be not surprised if this was a Ross Robinson record could I he does that shit <clears throat> I've read that it's around like around Mark of the Blade their album mm-hmm. is where like some of their quality really started to change and just mm-hmm. like where their whole production value uh, least favorite song was History is Silent that song sucks oh, it has good jump scares it. though like um one of those things where it's like, alone, and then everything rings out, and then it just, blah, 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 and everything comes back in. There's a couple of those on this record. History of Silent had a couple good ones, but I still didn't like it. Those lyrics are just so bad. History of Silent, is it a song about racism? Uh, that's a good question. I would have wished I, it was. I no. think it's him being shunned by his parents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and how nobody recognizes it and how he's all alone. Yeah, I don't think there's anything lyrically on this album outside of himself. Nobody mm. loves me. Everybody hates me. I think I'm gonna eat them words. 
Yeah, no, I have a final. I've got a good thought about that. But uh, least favorite song was History of Silent. What about you boys? Anti-Cure. Oh. That's... And, and Ken. And, and Ken. Ken. Yeah. It's pretty oh, much. Oh, yeah. Like, without you or without us. Without us. That, those, the those first two. song, Ken oh. and Anti-Cure, those all rubbed me the wrong way. I like the first song. No. You're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was your least favorite song? Oh, my pants. <laughs> Love that track. <laughs> Ken, so Ken is terrible until the end where it does that, like, coheed, good Apollo, I'm burning Star Force solo <laughs> section. Yeah. I was pretty down with that. Uh, Antic here, though, it just, it was just bad. I didn't like the vocal harmonies. It's like, that's the one thing that reminded me the most of Kill Switch Engage, using, mm-hmm. like, a middle school lyric journal. Oh God! Oh <laughs> yeah. We're, we'll get to sounds like in a minute. I've got a lot of sounds like. Um, reasons to hate like. Okay, my turn. Uh, the reason I liked it, it made me to uh, re-listen to albums that are actually good in this genre. So conversations from from a uh, from a second story window. I highly recommend that record. It also uh, made me listen to the Valley again because that record's fucking fire. Uh, and the points about that I have is Phil's screams are clean and way his scream and cleans are way more extreme and dynamic. The riffs are heavier and faster. They actually are pushing the deathcore genre as a whole and putting a small amount of their exploration into the three finger dad punch verse or Sleep Token. If you guys are familiar with the band Sleep Token, <laughs> even though it's absolutely hated when they dropped it, it it's still my favorite by them. Uh, I wish Phil would have taken more leaps in his voice like he did on the last record with other bands like Periphery and Every Time I Die. We already have the scream sing thing and the bar is pretty fucking high. Even with bands that don't scream like Elder or Sleep Token or the Melvins, uh, the the vocal bar is fucking up there. And if you're going to try to do this shit, you might as well go all the way. I think Orphan is the high point of the record for Phil belting some shit out. He finally goes high. He does some other shit. On the Valley, he has a vocal fry, he has a guttural, and he has a yap-yap bark. On this record, he does one fucking scream. That's it, the Mm -hmm. entire fucking time. On the last record, he has multiple different singing voices as well. He goes really high. He does that Ivan Moody thing real high, and then he'll do his low shit. On this record, it's just monotone basically the whole fucking time. All around. The guitar playing and composition seem fairly basic. The riffs are good, uh, but it's just all fucking mid-tempo. After their last record, I wish they would have been more dynamic in their exploration, but instead they fucking settled into a formula. Yeah, absolutely. I think what that formula is is that everything gets worse over time. (laughs) The whole album gets worse over time. Every song gets worse over time. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, pay me. I'm depressed. Fucking punk rock. Uh, COVID happened. I'm going to write these sad songs in my room and say... (laughs) Sounds likes. You got sounds likes? You got sounds likes? Oh, yeah. All right. What what do we got? We'll go uh, sounds like for sounds like one, one at a time. Um... The first thing that uh, that caught me was like certain riffs sounded like Born of Osiris from uh, the Discovery. Uh, yeah. There's there's a couple of just like progressive licks uh, that were going on, but it it also sounded like uh, oh geez, oh, fucking yeah, I guess like three eleven or a lazy three days grace. Three eleven, um, there it yeah, is again. That's crazy. In Orphan for sure. Like at the beginning, um, I think I calling them calling them Deftones is kind of uh, that's that's. Too too nice. Deftones actually had more definition in their shit, even though their production <laughs> value was had less quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, I think they're they're trying to go for the, more of the mainstream. My yeah, Five Finger Death Punch trying to mix in that Machine Gun Kelly crowd so they they can bring in more money. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't seem like they're trying to stick with their Metal Blade records. It seems like they're expanding into something different. Call it maturing. Call it what you will. I call it being freaking retarded. Headed for Interscope. That's what I call it. <laughs> so, yeah, you're just diminishing. <clears throat> you're diminishing your musical capabilities either from being lazy or calling it getting older. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Sounds like Nickelback mixed with a Monomarth mixed with the worst parts of Tool. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, what else you got? I got a lot more. I think that's absolutely fair. I think I might have already used it, but definitely Kill Switch Engage with the middle school lyrics book. For sure. Is uh, something that I hear. Sounds like Drunk Opeth fucked Stone Sour. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Cookie Monster misses his cookies. Sounds like Dave Shapiro's high school journal being read aloud by his bully in front of his creative writing class. Sounds like Barrier Dead stopped being Edge. Sounds like Thy Art is Murder stopped doing drugs. Sounds like if Slaughter to Prevail could speak English. It sounds, sounds like sound. sounds like Whitechapel lost their vocalists like Suicide Silence did to Mitch Locker. Oh, sounds like what Ivan Moody thinks he sounds like. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. That, that, that was, that's all of them. That's Ivan Moody in his head thinks he sounds like Phil Bozeman. Yeah, it sounds like he wants three days gay- grace to be his legal guardians. Three downs, three three days gays. Whoa! Uh, yeah. five, five, uh, three days final down. Final score? Do you have you guys have got a final score? So what, what are we going at a five ten? No, I mean, well everybody should have their own rating system. For instance, I did seven out of ten full adult crybaby diapers. Oh man, I, I'm gonna give this one a four. I was teetering on a three because. Here in their previous albums, especially Valley, where they had that range, they they uh, brought it down significantly. I'd say Valley was close to a six or a seven, and then they, they're at a four at this album. Mm. You're so much more fair than I am. <laughs> uh, for me, if if I'm going out of ten, I'm gonna have to give it like four, probably f- four out of ten, because as on its metal side, it's like take it or leave it yeah. it's not bad there are some cool parts but the majority of it is just like disjointed in a really bad way yeah. the lyrics are terrible <laughs> the lyrics like like even when he's screaming you can hear what he's saying unfortunately Which speaks to his articulation <clears throat> it does it's great and it's just wasted <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of talent in there that it's completely wasted uh, from their previous stuff i don't think i remember them being as whiny i remember that being more like just uh what would you call it like death centric like this is this is the end this is our demise yeah Yeah. it used to be brutal in 2006 yeah um, which also means they're probably just following trends right because that's for sure it's pretty hot then that's true taking this turn let's go back to how it used to be guys making it polished real i don't i don't know if phil's lyrics are mental health um final summations (laughs) I've got a. I wrote this little exit statement. Uh, Kin is a deep dive into the fragility of masculinity and an attempt to display the genuine emotion of a fuck sad boy. It's an amazing thing that bands are pushing envelopes, and even if it's not in the territory I personally enjoy, I still love to see a good band that is a cornerstone of a genre give a middle finger to the majority of their fans. Uh, the Valley was clearly a concept album, so maybe I missed the concept on this record, unless it was about some fuckboy too sad to kill himself. Last album was way fucking better as a whole, but this one definitely had some bangers. Fuck Whitechapel fans. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I have written for that. 
That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. I will not revisit this record. I might listen to Anti-Cure every now and then to throw it on, but I'm not the kind of person who listens to melodramatic music. Like, I want to have a fucking party. I want to have a good time. I want to listen to fucking Soul Glow. I want to listen to Pissed Jeans. I want to like, yeah, 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 fucking have fun. This is just like, I'm going to sit in my room and I'm going to use my tears as lubricant to masturbate with. And I'm only going to masturbate to me in the mirror. Yeah. While crying. <coughs> yeah. I don't think I have, I don't think I can phrase it much better than you can. This is a uh, it's not going to get me back into metal. Like <laughs> <laughs> this keeps me away from metal. Yeah. This is like puddle of mud if they just went a little bit harder on the meth. <laughs> I Oh, I don't even know if there's meth on this album. I think meth would have like would have helped. Yeah. yeah. Significantly. Give it some edge. <laughs> would have given it like a single directive would have given it one cohesive theme. It probably would have been more blasts. <laughs> I really wish there would have been more blast beats on this fucking record, but there's just, you can tell that their, their drummer, uh, was not up to, uh, Mitch Redinger or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Alex Redinger. Yeah, I'm not sure. This goes on my dingus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is Zachary Bodinsky or whatever the fuck your name is. Um, all right, final comments before I hit no more recording. Um, I think my final summation was, no, sir, you can keep it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I feel like COVID was uh, a, probably a huge influence on this album. Very depressive, <laughs> yeah. very lazy in, in the movements, very apathetic. Uh, if they keep going down this way, maybe they'll actually tune it better, but I highly doubt it. It's, it's kind of weird seeing a band that has so much dynamic uh, get worse doing easier music <laughs> rather than trying harder music and definitely failing at it. It's uh... we're all of our tree fans too. We just we established that at the beginning of this. Like, <laughs> we love simple music when it's good. Yeah, it's just not hack. It's not good. It's hacky at the yeah. yeah it's twenty thirty years hack at the like combined. But uh, if you guys are listening to this in Whitechapel, you did great. Keep keep up the good work. Okay. That's right. All right, boys and girls and hot dogs. I think, I think we're going to get out of here. Jasper can't stop farting. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been uh, Under re- Reviewing Further Under uh, with your boy Easy Emmett. Uh, Jasper Jay.